You're now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you can bootleg podcast, my G. They be saying like broke. Like, yo, broke nigga probably drive a Honda. You be in a Honda whipping. <laughs> like, yo, this shit bang, fam. <laughs> They're like, I'd rather die before I own a Kia. I'm like, driving my Kia. I'm like, yeah. shit. I don't know. 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 I don't know, cause I'm stepping on my toes, but I don't stop. I made flips out of my flaws. Mine's like dripping on my socks with the crypt, so I don't pop. Plus, I am your pops, cause your mom just let me pop. And I got the top, boy, y'all left that pussy hot. Gave her hella cock, shot it up like that pussy black, and I'm a car. Watch that pussy drop, hop back in the whip, took off. Swerving on the block, world tracing that I am not. But I'm blowing up like ISIS, cause I am. Yo, we live. You're now listening to. Volume 32 of the Bucket Up Podcast. You're here with your boy, Ty Doyle, a.k.a. DJ Butter Sauce, a.k.a. Ty Lante, a.k.a. Your mom called me over when she needs something fixed. And I'm here, as always, with the homie, the kid, JB. What's good? Living good, man. Episode 32, uh, Trey Deuce, if you will. And, uh, you know, little uh, Deuce is wild. I don't know, man. 32, living good. It's the boy. It's the kid. JB, I told you so. Mister told you so. Not because I'm always right, but when I am, I told you so. Uh, living good, bro. Uh, healthy boy Jesse this weekend. Uh, Flip flopped on Fat Boy Jesse um, because you know I've gotten a little crazy with the cheeseburgers and ice cream sandwiches, so I uh, toned it hey. down a bit. So you just but, uh, didn't eat ten cheeseburgers and ice cream sandwiches? Yeah, nah. I think, <laughs> I, I think there was a cheeseburger involved. Uh, but nah, not ten. But yeah, living good, man. How was uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good, dude. You know, chilling. Went to the movie. Saw that Blockers movie. I don't know if you saw that. You got uh, your boy um, John Cena in it, and Ike Barinholtz. Did you see that? How did you How did you see a movie with John Cena? No one can see him. You oh shit! See, you can't see him, bro. He was just invisible. He was like him in a shirt, just bah, walking bah, around. Bah, nah. um, invisible yeah, shirt. Nah. I heard I saw some interviews leading up to it. Uh he's definitely a big change from his wrestling days of like a white rapper with like a giant chain around his that neck. That shit was wild. I couldn't even believe that. <laughs> that that was his gimmick and it worked for him. But now I can't I believe thought, it. I thought he was hilarious in train wreck, but Bro, uh he's funny, man. He's like on the he's definitely on the like rock like pathway because he's not like I don't think anybody really thinks he's like a terrible person. At least I don't know yet. I'm sure we might. If, I'm sure if he was, the internet would have dragged it out by now. You know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean, he got the charisma, and then he's doing these movies. He's like big and, and stocky, but he's like being funny. So he's definitely on that like rock career path. But like, uh, like the movie, I didn't. You know what I mean? You go to these movies, you think it's gonna be like dumb or whatever, and it was actually mad funny, bro. There was a shit ton of laughs. Uh, we were in a movie, me and Katie cracking up. Although there were some weird ass people at this movie. Don't go to Deer Valley Theater unless you're trying to get run into some weird ass people. But because there was like people in the fucking movie theater like laughing weird, which sounds like a weird complaint, but it was like we'd all be laughing at one part and then it'd be quiet and then somebody in the in the back be like, <laughs> you like, what the fuck? <laughs> Usually there's people like laughing to an inside joke that's on right. Like, they're still like you know? cracking up at the joke that already happened, and it's like, bro, what? 
You know my take on people. I hate everybody, so I don't really right. go to the movies. I haven't seen Star Wars yet. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come on, man. You know, someone sneezes, and I'm like, yo, get out. Bro, you got to get on the movie way, bro. We be doing all these these uh, movie covers, like we movie connoisseurs, and you don't even you ain't been in the movie since 1996. Hey, um, I'm gonna throw some shade at you. You never invite me. <laughs> I'm supposed to invite halfway across town. I'm the only person you can go to see a movie with. I mean, <laughs> I'm hey. invite you, me and Katie, and then Joe. Let's invite Jesse to the movie. <laughs> yeah, Buckethead High will defend yeah. me. Be like, yo, hey, they should be watching the movies together. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, meet up halfway in town, bro. It's just have a movie right by your house, isn't there? Plenty. Uh, <laughs> it's just me at a movie theater by myself. Like Ty, you bro, coming? You're like we didn't I, have I, plans, bro. I go to movies by myself all the time, bro. I don't know why people care about going to movies by themselves. You just watching a movie. I just told you, is I hate the other people. It's not me. Yeah, no. just ignore them. <laughs> I go and bring my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody thought you like, dude, I'm watching a movie. And they're like, you know what? You're right. You're watching a movie. The piece, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but how many bucket hats would you give uh, blockers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. It was actually really good, really funny. Uh, it had like a good message of like, you know, how we all like kind of put this, this like sexual, like when dudes lose their virginity, we put like, oh, it's a pat on the back. But when girls lose their virginity, like we are, we act like it's a weird thing. And that, like, you have to save them and shit. And it kind of, like, puts a spin on that. So, like, it's a really good movie. Really funny. Definitely go check it out. I give it, like, four four bucket hats out of five. Damn. I'm going yeah. to have to see it before Star Wars. Psych. <laughs> bro, you got it. I'm telling you, get the movie pass, bro. And you can then you be more you be more incentivized to go to the movies. I mean, maybe economically speaking, but you yes. know me. I still find an excuse. I'm like, eh, I'll wait till VHS. I got you. Like, what did you do? All, you said you were just chilling all weekend. You could have just went to a movie and not even, it wouldn't even put a dent in your schedule. Hey, I took care of myself, though, man. Hey, speak, <laughs> speak on it. Saturday, man. Let me tell you, I had a little pampered day. Oh, shit. Um, I went, but it came with some, some heat. I got flamed, bro. All right, let me tell you. What happened? Uh, I want to go get a pedicure because I've been having some fucking Moses feet acting up. Mm-hmm. Um, miss, maybe because Passover just came. I don't know. But yeah. every now and then I go get a pedicure. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Fellas, if you're listening, do it. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Kitty been trying to get me to get one for a while. Especially if fellow hockey players, you fucking you got your feet in skates all these years and they're just compressed. They never get to breathe. Get them fixed. Anyway. Um, I walk in, right? And home Miss Lady from the back sees me walk in and she yells from across the store or salon. Mm-hmm. Hi, are you here for eyebrow wax? Oh no, why <laughs> you can't do that? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's how she sounded, but yeah, go ahead. Oh man. And I was like, bruh, uh, Bro. I guess now um <laughs> Did you get your eyebrow wax? I ended up getting my eyebrow actually. Oh shit! I was thinking, I was like, "Your eyebrows look fine, man." I don't know why she was coming at you. She she punked me, bro. I was like, I was I was coming just to get a pedicure, but Damn. then she, she saw my bushy faced ass. Bushy bro, what if that's the what if that's their fucking plan though? They come there, you come in and your eyebrows look fine. They just say some shit. They try to get you to, to like shame you to get a fucking extra thing. Like it's like, oh, <laughs> like you come in for a pedicure. They're like, oh, you come get get your hands done too. And it's like, what? What's wrong with my hands? Fuck. 
I should have uh, w- walked in backwards or something. All right, um, like, yo, you getting a facial as well? Like, yeah, do I need one? But hey, shit, to any of our uh, Asian followers, I'm sorry if my impersonation offended you. I don't do impressions that great, but let's be real here. Everybody does impressions about everybody. So no, see, I think it's fine if that's what the lady sounds sounded like. I think it's not okay if you were just referring to like Asian people and then that was your accent. You know? No, that's exactly what she said to me. Yeah, yeah. So they're good. Yeah. So if that person actually sounded like that, then it's good. Yeah, just like the bodega jokes we make. It's only based out of lived experiences. Uh, yeah, no, no, I got you. I was, <laughs> I was, I was making sure. Like, I'll, I'll figure that's what it was. I was just making sure we, if anybody were to come at us, like, hey, man, that's what the chick sounded like, you know? Hey, yeah, which, which yeah. is fine. Nobody, nothing wrong with her voice. I'll take the heat, man. It's as if I've never heard a Jewish joke before. <laughs> Wait, so, so did you get the, you get the, the wax eyebrows? You send, the, you send the pick to Joel. Trying to get her, you know, trying to get shit spicy. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I told I, was, I told you, I was like, yo, I just got flamed. Um, I walked in for a pedicure and they asked if I was here for eyebrow wax. And she's like, oh, you should get it or whatever. And uh, it's funny, man, because that room it, where they do the eyebrow waxing is mm-hmm. tra- traditionally for girls. Right. And mm-hmm. like it was pretty small. So I had to like put my legs up on the wall. Like, <laughs> Wait what? God. The, Bro, the, what? What kind of wax you get, fam? <laughs> the, ta- <laughs> the table, nah, my the table was so short that I had to like lay, and the only way the uh. home, home girl could get to my head was if like I had to like put my like legs up on the wall or like. Nah, you know, my man went in for a pedicure, came out with a Brazilian, my <laughs> G, damn. <laughs> Shouts to my dad, bro. He did say. uh uh, every time I walk in, they say, "Do you you here for bikini wax?" <laughs> but uh, wow. yeah, Can man. Do even get bikini waxes? I don't know, man. Actually, I don't know. That should probably irritate this hell down there. Um, <laughs> we're progress. We're progressive in the bucket up pods. So there you go. My homies. My shooters can rock bikinis if they want. Nah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but that was Saturday. That was uh. That was yesterday day. Mm-hmm. And then at at night, man. Um. You know, many many episodes again. We had a many episodes ago. We had a question or debate on if you should uh, tip or give gratuity on to go, food to go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I had something to transpire that only secured my theory that you fucking don't. Oh, uh, I've had somebody. I've talked to somebody and they swayed me the other way. Okay, well we can tell your story after my altercation last night, okay, real quick. Okay. Um. I went to Chiba Hut because I was craving a French dip sandwich, right? And yep. DoorDash had like a seven dollar delivery delivery fee because of the surges, or it was really busy or some shit. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, that defeats the purpose of me paying for the del- delivery. I might as well go get some food and save the seven dollars, right? That's a sandwich in itself." Um, right. I go get to get the French dip. And I ordered some other things at Chiba Hood. So I was like, you know, I'm feeling nice. I'll give a dollar tip. I'm walking out. I get home. I'm so excited to eat the French dip. And what did they forget? The au jus sauce. Oh, shit. You got a French sandwich. I, I got meat on, bre- <laughs> meat on bread, dog. Nigga, it wasn't a dip. It was just French. <laughs> I just got me a French. You just got a Frenchie, bro. That's fucking. That's so, fucking. And so I was like, see, like, that's the thing, man. I gave you guys money for doing extra, and you guys didn't even do the normal shit, which was 
the shit I actually paid for. The only thing that, like you said, that makes a French dip great is the dipping part. And See, uh, so I'm like, my, See, only, my only thing where I would come at you and not the restaurant is, bro, you got to check the bag while you're there. Got to. I did, and I ordered a soup, and I saw the thing that I assumed was the French dip. But it was a soup, and I was like, man, damn. See, you got it. Because I used to not do that. I used to not check the bag. We go to the restaurants or fast food or anything. I literally just, like, drive off. But then Katie was like, yo, you got to check the bag. You know, they ain't going to forget some shit. I I don't know why I wasn't doing it, because my mom would always check the bag. And so, but I think I just like my mom was wilding all the time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to be that person. I'm not going to wild out on these fast food people. I'm just going to, you know, whatever happens, happens. They gave me extra cool. If they didn't, like, it's not that big a deal. It's just a burrito. You know what I mean? But nah, you got you to check that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that just makes me, like I said, if I'm picking the food up and I'm bringing it home, right. you're not getting the tip. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I think, I, yeah. I was talking to the homie Celeste. Shout out to her. She uh she used to be a waiter and like a server and shit. And she said like if people come in and like people are like fixing the food, it's usually like a nice thing to like leave like five or ten percent. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Like, and that's usually just like a dollar, like what you gave. So like, I can. So now every now and then I do that if they like like made my shit like to go and I walked in and picked it up. But like if I'm at a fucking Chipotle type style shit, like I'm not no. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it just makes me mad. Yeah, because those people at those fast casual restaurants, they don't get paid like waiters do. They get paid regular. They get paid like regular wages. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, hey, shouts to Chiba Hut. I'd be real. Their food is delicious. Their whole marketing scheme is, you know, itself. It's just like their customers are stoned. It's like a weed-based, you know, sandwich mm-hmm. shop. Um the people working there, man, you could tell are high as shit. So, and <laughs> like, I, I, like, obviously, they just forgot the shit. Like, All you right. get what you get, what you paid for, you know. Uh, like, that makes sense. Wait, so know? what? Was it even called there? Like, it can't be just called a French dip. No, nah, they name all their sandwiches after different types of weed. I know. So, what was the French dip one called? The AK forty-seven. Oh, that's not. Is that a weed? I don't even know. Yeah, man. it is. Is that one of those marijuanas that they talk about? It's the gateway drug. <laughs> Uh, there you go. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's AK forty-seven. Um, I don't know if it's an indica or sativa. I'm not really. I don't really get down when it comes to names, bro. Because I feel like that's where dudes that push that shit give you a chance to be like, bro, this this shit right here, dog. <laughs> like Cat right. Williams saying, bro, this yeah, shit, we talk last about last week. Last right? week that shit was sucked. This we talk week. about weed like it's a gourmet food <laughs> and shit. Yeah. So you know, this strand right here, bro, like it'll put you to sleep. But you'll be half awake, and then you can still work on your papers. And you're like, "What?" <laughs> they like, say shit though. Yo, this like this is the perfect weed for landscaping. You're like, "Why landscaping?" Yeah, like why do you have that? Like, <laughs> like, like, yo, this weed is perfect for painting your house green. Like, just green. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's the that's the strand. He's like, "Yo, you ever like work on the you know like left foot in basketball?" This, this this strain of weed will help you on your left foot. <laughs> yeah, this this thing to help you get that left layup, bro. Like on some real G shit. <laughs> you gotta do the highest shit, like bro. I'm telling you, I'm going to the left. <laughs> you just doing it, like, hey, bro. This strain right here will make you make the most prettiest cursive D's. 
ever. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> He's out there just doing the curse of D and shit. <laughs> um, yeah, what if there was an opposite effect? Like the weed like made you remember too much shit. Like they brought two they gave me two Aju sauces. I'm like, bro, I didn't need that. They're like, oh my bad, I remembered that you needed Aju. Bro, that sounds like regular weed to me. You just doing shit over and over again. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, we digress. How was your weekend, man? I know you went to a surprise party, uh, which is a surprise to others, if you will. <laughs> uh, how did that go down? Um, where's the was the person was cool. surprised? Yeah, it was, yeah, he was surprised. Everybody pops out, says surprise. Uh, he like he was about to fight somebody, cause, which I get. Like, bro, you just walk in somewhere and people just pop out. Like, I was thinking that because I was thinking like I never had a surprise party for me. And I don't know if I have. I was trying to think if I had been to a surprise party before this weekend, but like I was thinking if I, if, I guess usually you're with somebody who's supposed to stall you. But like, what if they were just like waiting till you got home or some shit, and you like, and you like, I can see Katie being like, "Oh yeah, I'm still at work," and then I open the door, and like, fucking somebody people pop out. I'm like, "Oh shit," and I'm ready to stall off. Or yo, sometimes I'll be like having to piss and shit. Like, you ever ever had to piss like really bad? Maybe this is just me because I got it's just me and Katie at the apartment. But like I've like it'd be like I have to piss really bad, so like I like open the door and I'm already in my pants grabbing for my dick to go piss. <laughs> so like, could you imagine like that's a fucking surprise party? They everybody like surprise <laughs> my hands on my dick and I piss a little bit or some shit. <laughs> they like, would be I'm the, like, oh be, shit, what the fuck? They'd be the surprised one. Yeah, everybody thinking like, yo, you about to go jerk it? What the fuck? <laughs> like, nah, man, I had to pee, man. I didn't know y'all was gonna be here. Or my ass, like. I come home, I'll like hang out, listen, like chill in my car, listen to some music for a little bit. You guys would just be chilling, like, yo, fuck it, will you come inside? Yeah, yo, somebody had like a bad day, so like they're peeking out the window to waiting for the prize, and you just in your car, like, fuck. Fuck this shit. Everybody's like, yo, he looks sad as fuck. God damn. Or, <laughs> or like, that'd be funny as shit. Like, people at a surprise party, like, waiting, and then you're like, yo, I felt like, uh, randomly, spontaneously went on, d- ran ten errands. You're like, oh, right. shit. like what are you supposed to say? Like, now nah, you right. have to come home, right? Like, you like you you pull in the driveway, like, oh shit, I forget. And you start pulling out, like, yeah, where the fuck is he going? <laughs> that should be wild. Like, you can't get people can't get mad at you for holding them up at a surprise party because it's not like you knew that they're right. waiting on you. Exactly. Um, I think, dude, for me, it's like. Especially now in today's like good guy with a gun, bad guy scenario, mm-hmm. that'd be scary, bro. You can't have people popping up in your house. Oh, bro, yeah, definitely don't be out here surprise partying somebody who keep that shit strapped on them. Yeah, they keep that. <laughs> who's ever serious about that thing on them? Keeping um, that thing on him. You got the fucking blicky on him. You he what you try to surprise his ass. He started busting shots. Yeah, you about to be. Yeah, you about to have a t-shirt. I get. So, hey, the Bucket Hat Boys just came up with the perfect rule book. Uh, anybody that is, like, really extremely pro-gun, don't throw them a surprise party. Nope. <laughs> no no cops and nobody, none of that. Yeah, you can't throw anybody that has, even fucking anybody that's, like, a black belt, you can't throw them a surprise nah, party. Nah, unless you want to get chopped in the fucking neck. Yeah, bro, so. No. Mm-mm. Luckily, most of my friends are unathletic. <laughs> nah. <laughs> like they, they try to punch you, just block it. Like, hey, bro, it's a party, bro. What you know? It's me. Hey, you're more tired than I am. <laughs> but, like, have you ever had a, a surprise party for you or nah? 
I've never had a surprise party, but I have been, I think I've mentioned this on an episode before, but I've been surprised. Uh, I came home one time and my room was filled, decked out from like the floor to the ceiling with balloons for my birthday. Um, And like, I actually like, you know, took me a little bit to put two and two together. Then I was like, oh shit, it was the people that I was just with. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh, What was really funny is my man, Zeke, the who coordinated the shit what he was doing is he was coming through to get a house key for my brother Mm -hmm. and uh he usually just pulled up on the driveway or on the uh curb and he was like oh yeah i parked on the other side of the street man because i was on the phone with my mom and i was like oh that's straight like i didn't even think twice about that and that's a stupid ass alibi right (laughs) what does you have being on the phone have to do with you where you park it yeah (laughs) And I didn't think twice, so he was just like, that was too easy, bro. That's funny. Uh, but that that weirdly kind of reminds me of, I saw that tweet about, you know, like the chick, the person who like turns down their stereo to look out the window at an address. Like, do you ever do that? I really do do that. It's weird. I feel like a lot of people tell me they do that. I literally never do that. I I do it a little much, dude. It's kind of. <laughs> Turn out a radio so you can look at something like, fam, what the fuck do I got to do? With anything. <laughs> the reason why is like I think like and no, this is wow, it's gonna sound wild stupid if I say it. So I'm gonna say it. Uh maybe if like I hear myself thinking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> Like yo, <laughs> I don't know. I right, maybe dog. What <laughs> you don't you don't think you can hear the, your thoughts better when the music? Yeah, when the music down, like yo, I can't even hear myself think. I always thought that was just an expression because like, you can no, definitely just hear real. yourself think. <laughs> like your thoughts is just like a bit. Why people do that though? Because it's like they you they need to turn down music to concentrate or whatever. Cause I said that shit at work. I was like, "Do people actually?" Because I never do that. And people are like, "I do that all the time." Because it's like, I don't know. I need to focus. So like, I need, I need to clear. I don't need that noise. And I'm just like, "Are you just looking at an address, my guy?" Like, I don't know. You know. <laughs> you know, it's fucking wild that like I'm, de- I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, I catch like some mean mugs after. Is if you pull up to a parking spot, like say you're going to Walmart or some shit, mm-hmm. and there's somebody in a car literally adjacent of the parking spot you're in. Mm-hmm. And you, you still got their headlights just beaming in their face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you don't do shit. You just sit there, like, cooking. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking at my phone and shit. And they're like, yo, turn your shit off. Right. And you're like, my bad. Like, you sh- I'm thinking in there, like, you should get out. Fuck that. Even though I'm yeah. the one that just pulled up. All right. That's fucking funny, man. Shit. That's crazy. But uh, Yeah, so. That, yeah, that shit's funny, then. But yeah, I don't, yeah, surprise parties are cool. I, there could be some wild shit that happens, but you know what I mean. But you know, what I mean, if as long as the people are there, I mean, it's not. It's really it's only one part. Of, the surprise party is like one part. You just didn't expect it, and then it's just a regular ass party. You know. I surprised. Shouts to my dad. Uh, I surprised him one year when um, I was gonna say when they were living in New York. They always did. Uh, <laughs> one year I was in college. I was like, fuck it, I got some extra money on me. I bought a ticket home, and I flew out for, like, a random, like, Thursday or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I set it up with my grandparents, and I was like, yo, I want to surprise my mom and dad, or mom and dad, can you pick me up from the airport? And my grandma and grandpa was like, 
lit to be involved on the plan, you know, and they, they thought it was tight to, you know, fucking. And uh, so, yeah, I just had my grandpa pick me up and uh, I surprised my mom and dad, right? And my dad's the type of dude that thinks like he can't ever be surprised and you can't pass anything by him. Right. So when I walked in, he looked at me all like concerned. And the first thing he said when I was like, surprise, you know, you know, he said, what? Are you in trouble? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, he literally thought, like, oh, fuck. Like, what'd you do? Did All right. You have to run from Arizona for something? Like, nah, bro. I'm just here to visit. <laughs> it was so funny, man. And, uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to my grandparents for picking me up from the airport. And my sister at the time was saying how funny it was because she was at my grandparents, like leading up to when they had to pick me up from the airport. Mm-hmm. And my and my sister's like, I had no idea why grandma and grandpa kicked me out of their house. Like I was just there chilling and grandpa just kept saying, Taryn, you got to leave. I got to go meet this guy. I got to go meet this guy. All right. <laughs> what? what? And, and that's what my grandpa was like. His alibi for picking me up from the airport was I have to meet <laughs> I don't meet this guy. They're probably like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, shady as hell. Well, that's like what it meant like back in the day when you did business. I had to go meet right. a guy. You know? you know, Granddad made it sound like you were, he was doing a drug deal and shit. Right. So my grand, so my sister's just like, yeah, I was just chilling watching the Yankees with them. And they just were like, we got to go, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I've surprised my parents. Um, I surprised. Yeah. So, I mean, but no parties. Just surprising myself. Yeah. Oh my God. I think. Oh uh, well. I guess when I uh, when I got engaged with Katie, that was a surprise party because we did like the the like uh, engagement party like right after, and everybody was like in the house. So I guess that was kind of a surprise party, but that's like that feels like a little different. You I know felt what I mean? like uh, as soon as like she said I'd do, then like that song from uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire came on. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> like. like yeah, it was wild because I was like, so I proposed to her like outside of the house. Like it was like the house, it was her, it's her best friend's house, and that's where we like first started dating. That's where I first asked her out. So like I had her friend go to Becca take her out somewhere and then come back, and then I was just like there in front of the house, and then I asked her, and then I was like, yo, I got another surprise because like everybody, all our family was like inside of Becca's house, and she was like, I swear to God, Ty, if I open that door, there's a fucking puppy. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> I should have got a goddamn puppy. I feel like she couldn't have said no. <laughs> Damn. You should have got a puppy, man. I don't All know right. why. Why is she so anti dog? Not to. I don't know. She got a soul. That's probably what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Just surprise parties are cool. How'd you ask her? Did you say, like, yo, so, like, do you want to be stuck with me for the rest of your life? Or did you say, like, the whole, like, real proposal then yeah i guess it was real i don't really remember it's on video somewhere i bet i think i just asked her said some shit. um you just asked her i guess that's fair yeah shout out to that shit. congrats to that the wedding will be lit
But yeah, man, getting back to it. Uh, speaking about doing something you're asked to do, uh, I know this has been covered on some platforms already. John Oliver spoke on it. Uh, some people on my Facebook feed uh, went at the neck about it. Um, what was it? Did what was your reaction with the Sinclair story? Um, like all those media channels like repeating like that uh script that trump i don't oh, know oh yeah was I, it trump didn't write it specifically i know so basically the sinclair, sinclair group is like a group of like a, a, a multimedia group and they bought a bunch of local news stations from around the country and they've basically been like implanting like content that they're forcing the news reporters to like say that definitely skews more like conservative and uh they did like us they did that one speech that was it was on john oliver like you said and um it was basically saying like how people are like twisting things to screw with our democracy and it was just like super ironic because they had all the different news anchors saying the same exact thing and that shit looked like robots and that statement is creepy enough, but when you see just how many local stations were forced to read it and you watch them together, as many have been doing online in the last couple of days, you begin to realize the true effect of Sinclair's reach and power. Unfortunately, some members of the media... Some members of the media... Some members of the media... Some, some members, members of the media, media use their, their platforms to, to push their, their own personal bias. bias. To push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says we value independent media like dozens of reporters forced to repeat the same message over and over again like members of a brainwashed cult. And it's like, bro, they need to leave like local news alone. Because one, did you did you see anybody from like any of the news anchors from your hometown or no? Um, I didn't know because I don't get the channels out here. I, mean, I guess I could have like YouTube. It or no, I'm just saying like uh, from like when they did it. Did, like when you did when you watched the video, did you like recognize anybody? Because I did. I like I don't obviously watch the the news from my hometown, but I remember the the because there's like this one black lady who was on the news and she's like really good, and I saw her doing the the fucking speech shit, and I'm like I know she wasn't about that shit. Yeah, and there's a balance to it, man. Because like you know, I throw a lot of shit on Facebook, you know, mainly to get bites for the the pod. Um, and also I'm just on social media all the time cause I work, you know, on it for my full-time job. And then, you know, I just work on my personal on the side. Um, but what I was getting at is just like, man, like there is a code of ethics you apply and sign when you enter journalism school. And there's that balance of, yeah, like shit, I may lose my job. Right. With also doing the right thing. Um, right. But like, I think most of them are in a, a bind because I think I saw it because the job like reporter jobs are, aren't like regular jobs where you're just like you work there, you're at will, you can quit anytime you want or they can fire you anytime you want. Like uh, those people are under contract. And so if you're on the contract, you can't just go somewhere else and look for another job because you have to finish out a contract. Like that's how like teaching is. There's, only, there's a couple of jobs that are like that. So like they those people can't go anywhere and like they can't usually too if, if the if that company fires you, you can't like they have like non competes. So you can't like go and work somewhere else. They you literally just are without a job for however long your contract is. So you know what I mean? Like those people are put in a hard spot. So I get why they're like they don't they don't wanna do that shit, but they're they're in this spot where like they gotta feed their fucking family and it's in this like group is forcing them to do that shit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and that's where there's like this is where the argument or debate can go into many different like bubbles or spider webs. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing the non competes, um, legally speaking, Shasta Joel, she could hold me down on this. Um, if it's under a contract and there's something that you know terminates your working relationship, there's something that may allow them to get paid throughout the remainder of the contract, but not like paid. There's right. some, there's some scenario there's some scenarios where you know the contract the non-compete uh confine confinements or whatever or, or re- restrictions can be negated once they terminate the contract right. you know? um <laughs> so there, yeah it depends on the scenario um i will say shit as an aspiring journalist i'm not trying to get into like mainstream media or like public journalism like that um because of reasons like that i'm too wild i smoke weed i fucking say things off the cuff um yeah i know but i think I'm, also it's like who I'm, I'm, I'm nobody's mans is them no i get that but like think about it like this like before this ain't nobody think of local news like that local news has always been you know what i mean they at the beginning of the news they tell you all these people that die to kind of scare you like yo these motherfuckers be getting shot around here a lot that's that's it and then the second thing is they just show you random fluff pieces like yo this person is like the news reporter went to a fucking old folks home they talk to old people and old people while and they're you know what i mean they go to a baseball game and it's just voiceovers and shit like it's just like local news stuff you're not like you're not talking about this dumb you're not like they're not talking about fucking politics like that or anything i mean they are but they're not it's not like wild you're giving them mean like it's it was always like a little segment and then that was pretty much it when they were just talking about what was going on in your fucking town you know what i mean but now it's like they're trying to flip the whole thing. Like, bro, leave local stations alone. Right, especially because local stations are not being really consumed by younger generations anyway. They're majority being still consumed by the older crowd. So it's just right. like feeding the engine or for them. Yeah, it's really, I mean, if you think about it, it's only going to people who already probably watch Fox News any goddamn way. Yeah, but I'm just saying, so like to defend both, I'm not going to say their names uh, just because whatever. Um, but they were going at each other, you know, talking about one, you know, which to defend one homie, I went to journalism school with him and he was talking about like, yeah, like I would do the right thing. I would take a severance package and I would dip um, where the other my other homie was saying, like, some people have families and they have to provide. Right. It may not be in a scenario to, you know, do the right thing, which I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, bro, like. Maybe you should not have uh, that many kids if you're in a position that could like you know lose your shit. That well, oh, I don't think I'll, you don't have to have that many kids to, and even then, like you can't. I mean, again, this is a new. Nobody saw this shit coming. Like I would have never even dreamed up to some shit like this. So like I doubt these dudes are like signing contracts thinking that they're gonna have to get out of it because motherfuckers gonna try to force them to do shit they don't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm just gonna be covering local news. What the fuck is the worst that could happen? Right. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I'm just not cut. I'm not cut out for it, man. Just like I was, you know, I I, I may come off wild and ignorant at times, but I'm not. I only speak off lived experiences, and uh, I'll be messy right now because they're under they're under investigation. When I worked for iHeartRadio, dude, they wanted me to write a story about um, it was something about uh, in Iraq, and they wanted me to use the word word terrorist, and their the story had nothing to do with terrorism. It was there was no acts of terror. It was literally like a con- like uh, a Congress meeting or some shit, 
And, it, and they're like, no, write terrorists. It'll sell better. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so they're just doing it to get the clicks. Right. And I was like, That's uh, trash. I was like, but they're not terrorists, though. Like, you're making me act like these people right. are terrorists just because they're within a group of, you know, like, fuck that, man. That's like me saying every Christian's a KKK member. You know? Right. Yeah, that's fucked. And, so, uh, yeah, so in, in, in defense of, you know, my man that went to journalism school beside me, like, yeah, bro, you can't be doing that shit. Like, sometimes it's like, nah, like, so um, they both were right. I don't think, you know, it's the internet. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's right completely. There's just different. Degrees. Right. I get it. And it's it's more like what you would do in that situation. Like, right. if that's what you would do, like, I, like, I can't blame them for one to, to like, being like, I got to, I literally, I can't just. Like, it sounds easy if you're not in that position to be like, I do this or that, but you're not. And so it's, it's you know what I mean? It's easy for you to say to do that, but it's not as easy for that person to be like, I'm going to give up this check that I'm using to fucking, you know what I mean? To pay my mortgage, to pay this bill, to pay that bill. You know what I mean? Because those shits aren't going to go away if I just lose my job and I can't get another one. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, and and that's, I mean, we talked about the NFL kneelers, like, some people know that they're going to catch heat for it, but they still did it because they knew right. it was the right thing to do. So, so if, yeah, if they want to do it, then do it. But I, that that would that's literally what makes it a tough decision. Like it, it's a tough decision, and that's what makes it noble because it's not easy. So I get why people wouldn't do it, and that's why you give people praise when they do do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I said do do. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but so yeah, it's it's wild though. But I don't know. I. That's wild with you and iHeart. I, I'm, I guess, fortunate because I never had to work at it. Like, I, I actually interned at a local news station when I was in college, and it was like literally just going out to random places and like fucking covering the news. It was nothing wild like that. And so, I mean, I, I'm, I guess, I'm fortunate that I haven't had to do anything questionable, or I haven't had to be at a job where people are doing shit questionable. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, again, I guess before now. I was just at the news station, or I worked at a Dunkin' and a and a fucking Home Depot, and I'm like, I don't, I don't see how anything Home Depot could have did to cut corners. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, um, I worked at T-Mobile, and they wanted to do, wanted us to do shady shit. Like they wanted us to convince people to sign up a new account, and then like it would be more economically sound for them to pay the cancellation fee of their old account just so we would get the commission of the new accounts. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some slimy shit all over the country, bro. And that's why, you know, Yeah, I'm not surprised by any of it. Yeah. Right. It's so when people are like, can you believe that company stole millions of dollars? I'm like, I'm just surprised. I'm surprised they got caught. I'm not surprised that they were stealing millions of dollars. Even like the Facebook thing with how they're selling the, the everybody's information. I'm like, bro, you realize that everything that we do on the internet that's free, that's basically how they've been operating. Like this ain't a it's not a unique to Facebook thing. I'm sorry, bro. Right. Um <laughs> like everything you do that's free on the internet, they using your information. That's right. how they're making money. That's Google Google knows everything about your ass. Which you know, I don't really even too. Not even like, yo, you put it like nah, they know what you're Googling. Yeah, and I don't even care because if they contacted me, I'm like, yo, what up? I'm on fucking Facebook. <laughs> like, yo, Google reached out to me, dog. Right. And that was that's where I was. I was like, they sent they sold all this Facebook data and use it to like, you know, fuck with our democracy. But at the same time, like, if you was dumb enough to get bought by that, like, I don't really know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like if they were, they thought you were stupid, and that's why they went after your ass. So yeah, maybe just don't be dumb. That's how that's how I'm at on it. But yeah. So I guess we can. You want to move on? We can move on. That bit, all my face, my, my wild posts on Facebook are just pod content, and all, all my homies that I message after, you know, I'll go back and forth like maybe two or three times with. I'm like, bro, I'm always just using this for, you know, content for the show, and they're like, damn, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> damn. Speaking of getting people, though, uh, I think I saw I saw like the people tweeting about it, um, and it prompted me like, yo, we should do this shit on the show. But it was like uh, rap is like the only genre where like people can insult you and you'd be like, yo, this shit bangs. Like, you ever notice that? Which I did think about, but a lot of the times they're like trying to insult like their rival rapper, you know? Mm. I, don't, I don't think they're coming at the <laughs> the, the consumer. Mm. They'd be like, they really be like, they'd be saying like broke, like, yo, broke nigga probably drive a Honda and you'd be in a Honda whipping. <laughs> like, you know this shit bang fam <laughs> they're like I, i'd rather die before i own a kia i'm like driving my kia. i'm like shit this guy thinks, wow um yeah and i will say, say you all the time like literally at the end of the song wizkalifa be like and i probably fucked your bitch nigga and it's like yo this what? nigga wizkalifa probably fucked my bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay bro see that that's where you take things. See, I thought I was a personal taking things personal. That he's talking about probably some rapper, you know. So you think when B- see, that's what you're doing, you're doing that to yourself. You're thinking it's like, oh, he not talk. That's what how that's how everybody takes it, right? Yeah, like, yo, he not talking about me. He talking about somebody else. But no, he talking about everybody that's broke, which includes my broke ass. Mm, so I, I don't know. So you think when Tupac was like, "I fucked your bitch," he was talking about your bitch, not Biggie. No, bitch. oh, obviously in that because that was a that was a fucking established diss track. What Wiz Khalifa song is a diss track to to a rapper? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Bro, when they're just generalizing, that shit's for broke people. Yeah, also, when like, it's I not even ball. just that. Like yeah. when rappers are to, like making clubs on it, like yo, she a hoe, shaking like a bitch, and they, who they talking about? <laughs> the girls in the club, exactly. But like uh, girls in the club, they fucking up. They're like, he ain't talking about me. He talking about some other hoe that's <laughs> clapping in in the club. Uh, what about uh, they're like, I got more money than you. I got enough weed to rest, you know, last the rest mm-hmm. of my life. You're like, damn, I'm broke. <laughs> exactly I, I got enough weed to last me till wednesday like but you're, i was thinking about this too like that's probably why like you know how like now which is like fine it makes sense that like it's like getting people are getting more like no the misogyny gotta stop all this bullshit like like women are should be respected but like for some reason rap hasn't really caught that much flag for it you know what i mean 
But I, I think it's literally it's like the South Park effect. Since rap is disrespectful to everybody, like everybody gets flamed by rappers to where like people just don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think a lot of people like other music genres are like you know when it comes to country or some shit like that. Oh, they're all misogynistic, every all of it. But like, like rap is so blatant and like they do it and it's so much and it's like they literally flaming everybody. Everybody's everybody's a bitch nigga, a fuck nigga. Or like you a bitch, you a hoe, and it's just like yo, like they obviously not talking about me. This shit bang though, <laughs> but like did somebody said they could, I could be at my work on my headphones and like broke nigga at your desk job, and I'd be like, yo, this shit is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is that a form of like escape though? You know how like people say music's my escape. Like, you know, is there a way to? You can if you hear a rapper going in on the microphone, like you broke motherfucker, blah blah blah. Could you be like, nah, I'm just like that dude at the at the circle of the rap battle, and he's not talking about me, you know? I think it's just like how I think what what happens is it's just like how uh, poor people, a lot of poor people vote or like they'll they'll vote against their own intentions for like to help out rich people, you know what I mean? Because they think in the back of their mind, like if I was rich. That's how like I would want it to be. So like I might be rich one day. So I need that. So I think it's just like aspirational. So we're like in our minds, we're like yo, we want to be the rapper, doing all the shit and calling people broke, even though we're definitely the broke people that they call them broke. <laughs> we're like yo, but in me listening to it, I'm being that person. I'm Wiz Khalifa. I just probably fucked your bitch, nigga, and that's what's happening. That's why you sing along to it. Well, I mean, so, but reality, they flex it on me hard as fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, also it's based on how much music or what type of music you're into. But when it comes to like, I think people look to music that they relate to mainly. Like God's Plan, man, the Culture Vultures were released when it was, you know, like you said, all I love is my bed and my mom. Like, how many people are like, oh, I love my bed and my everybody mom. literally loves their bed and their mom. Fam. I know. <laughs> so like, fuck, like that is not a unique quote. No, but you knew that was like, that's how it is. You just gotta be basic enough. Right, but that's why when I when people say Drake's like the best ever right now, and you just got done saying it, you have to be basic enough. That's like a very basic line. Like, oh yeah, it's like, is he a great artist because of his artistry, or is he a great artist because of his ability to connect to people? Like, there's a balance. Oh yeah, it's a balance. Well, I guess it's both then. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, I, again, I'm not. I get what you're saying, but again, I don't think everybody listens to everything that they relate to. Because I ain't never sold drugs in my life, and I'll listen to a song about Pusha T talking about selling cocaine 18 times out of 18. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I never even, I don't, I, you know what I mean? I've never even become close to selling cocaine. But, like, I'll, I'll listen to that shit. And I think that goes with when people listen to grunge. I know, like, some people might be, like, a little depressed, but, like, people weren't wild depressed like that listening to alternative music or people listening to metal and they're talking about the wildest of shit. You know what I mean? Talking about like, I don't even know, killing babies. I don't know what the fuck they be talking about in metal. I'm not going to act like I do. But you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's, you. It re- I, like, I like music that relates to, obviously. But sometimes it's relatable. And then sometimes it's just aspirational. And then sometimes the shit just sound good, you know? Right. I mean, for me, I think that's probably why I don't like country. I mean, I don't like country because... I just don't like the way it sounds. That's, that's it. what I'm saying. But I can't, also can't relate to it. Like, when they're like... After a long day, I got my boot strapped up. I'm like, uh, I've never had a boot strapped up. 
And I mean, I've had long days. Oh, yeah. But like, that's why I listen to rappers that talk about smoking weed after a long day. Not going to the bar, sitting next to a lonely blondie. Like, you know, <laughs> like I can't. See, like, you know the thing, though? That's a relatable. I get how it could be relatable. So it's like twofold. One, I'm. <laughs> this shit don't sound cool. It just don't sound cool to me, bro. Like, it does not. You sound like a. Like, it, like, the way you singing it don't sound cool. The twain and the instruments don't sound fun. Ain't nothing knocking in the motherfucker. And then you talk about some shit that, like, bro, I don't, I'm not putting no bitches on a tractor. I don't know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> she, she thinks my tractor's sexy. Like, bro, I'm like, bro, what? And it was wild. Is there a lot of people who like country who ain't never been on a farm? Ain't never, like, fucked with a tractor. Ain't none of, none of that shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I, it happens. Like, most, you don't have to relate to everything. I guess a lot of people just think that shit sound cool, or or they they're in love with that i the identity of being like a country girl or whatever it is, or a country guy or a cowboy. Even though cowboys a myth, put that shit up. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I get it. Again, like I lived in the hood, so I was I was by it. So I do kind of relate to that shit. But at the same time, like. There's like there's a lot of like white people from the suburbs that listen to rap and they ain't relating to shit. Um, I think it's funny as shit is my roommate, uh, shouts to two He works at Country Thunder every year. Um, I don't know, his dad knows somebody that knows somebody, but he works like the backstage shit and helps like <laughs> build some of the barricades or whatever. And he was telling me how, like, you know, one of his like flexes is like, I've known Taylor Swift before she was famous, man. Like, okay. I, did she, did she fuck with you? Probably not. He's like, I ate pizza with her. And uh, <laughs> I was like, sounds like she wasn't performing or something. <laughs> like, if she's eating pizza. But uh, nah, man, I don't know. It's just, uh, I think music is an escape. So when it comes to the gangster shit, uh, maybe some people want to live vicariously through the lyrics and stuff. Or, mm. like you said, growing up in the hood, to you, it's like relatable. So, and like um, I said, it is, but it isn't. So I think, again, it just comes to. To me, it literally just comes down to that shit sounding, that shit banging. That's why it's like, I like, I definitely am a proponent of bars, but like, if you got bars and then a beach trash, I don't care. That's why Nas isn't the same as he was. You know what I mean? That's why his his fucking career tailed off because it's like he was a he was terrible at picking beats. One of the best rhymers ever, but the, the nigga couldn't pick a beat to save his life. And you know what I mean? Like that shit, all that shit matters. You know what I mean? So like. That's why it kind of all got to come together. Where I may be on the other side of the token where, I mean, if it's got an awesome beat, that's cool. But if he gets on there and he's like, banana, it's yellow. I told you, I'm a fellow. Like, I don't... <laughs> I can't, you know... No, I, I get it. Yeah, you can't I, be like uber, uber trash. No. Yeah, so there's a balance. But, like, but there's also flow. There's also, you know what I mean? Like, how you do that. Like, how you say shit, when you say shit. I mean, how, you, how you work your voice in and out of the beat. Like, all that. That's why, like, People like Kendrick Lamar are like so good because they do all that shit. You know what I mean? Well, it's like I, I mean, what you want? Actually, no. What you want had a good beat, but what you want by Beastie Boys, like, you know, not the best uh, beat or whatever. But it's got you know, it's one of the it's a goat song, bro. So I get out. What are you good, bro? <laughs> I was just saying, there's got to be a little because uh, again, I and. I know this ain't. It's even, called what I, you want. That's all. I know. I get you. I'm just saying, like, um, I, 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 I'm always fighting against nostalgia because we always used to like be like, oh, back then was better, and I'm like, ah, mm, there was some trash shit then too, just like there's trash shit now and there's good shit now and there's good shit then, 
Back like, then, they didn't know me. Now I'm hot. They all yeah, love me. Like, fam, there's always been good and trash shit. Like, stop just looking at the good stuff. People are like, yo, old school rap is good. Like, yeah, but what about that shit where they're like, I went downtown and went to the school. Went down to the store because that shit was cool. And it was like, all right, bro, no. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Like the wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> like, and the wheels on the bus go all around town. <laughs> 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 and that's the sound of Mr. Brown. Yeah, like, yeah, that was fucking rap in the 80s, fam. Like, and that was not fire. So, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relatable. I know. Yeah. Um, but Teriyaki 69 still got to go. Oh, yeah, he's trash. That's just it. He's just trash. And I wasn't. Like I don't know what's happening. Again, are we just getting old? That's what, I, that's what usually it is. You think your shit is the best. Because you, most people form their opinions when they're teenagers, and then as like niggas get older, they just stay stuck in some whatever like you know genre that they're or like uh, decade that they're in. And then when the new stuff come out, people are so resistant to change that you're like, "This is trash." But in reality, you're just stuck in that way. But I don't think that's what's happening because I don't feel like I'm that kind of person. I like new shit, and just teriyaki six nine is garbage. Yeah, um, I like new stuff too. Mainly when you put me on it. Um, I don't respect when they'll have like a couple singles and they think like they're the best and all shit like that. I mean, I don't really care. It's like that's their life. If they want to think they're the best, like my, half the you know, like half the people make it to the league or they make it famous. Like you gotta be crazy as shit because you gotta be crazy just to think that you could make it. So that's why people are like, I'm the best. Like, because you're a reasonable person, you're like, ah, the odds say I'm not gonna make it. So you kind of like, you know, what I mean, fuck that shit. But, like, the people who do make it, them motherfuckers are crazy. Kanye is a crazy motherfucker. He literally only probably made it because that motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I get when people are saying it. Like, even if it's dumb and wrong, like, hey, bro, I can't, like, as trash as I think Teriyaki 6 9 is, like, the motherfucker is making money. And, I, like, it's kind of hard to knock that. But then, I, bro, like, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to him yell on the track, but somebody <laughs> likes that shit. And, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? But then it circles back to what we were talking about, how, um, you know, wh- at what price do you, you know, do what you do? Like, you know, would you dye your hair to get paid? Like, you know, like, was that his goal his entire life? Or I mean, like- I see. Uh, I don't know. Is it him? Maybe he did it because he wanted to do it and people just was fucking with it. I don't know. I Like, I don't think I would be sitting there like, yo, you know, what to make me some money if I dye my hair two different colors. Like, I don't think I would put that two and two together. <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, shouts to the sponsors if you want us to dye us our head. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, if shit's making money, I really can't. I can't be out here knocking it. I just, I just don't fuck with it. That's simple as that. Like, and that's how I feel about everything. If you don't fuck with something, fine. Like, that's cool if you think it's something trash. But I guess I it's, uh... if somebody if somebody likes it, somebody like, if people if so many people like it, they fuck with it. Then what am I supposed to do? I just I don't know how you like that nigga yelling on tracks. But if that's what you fuck with. That's what you fuck with. I guess you're right. That's because it's opinion based and preference based. Right. When it right. comes to like results based, like I guess like a wild one off analogy would be like LeVar Ball talking about how, you know, Lonzo is the best ever. And it's like, nah, like there's some better rookies in the NBA. No. Well, no, him saying he's the best ever is wild because it's like he's putting a lot of hype pressure on him. But we never look at it the other way. Like, what if his dad always hyping him up and telling him he's the best? Tell him he's this is like what helped motivate him to become what he is now. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I'm saying like 
you eventually can find out if what he's saying is going to be held up or not. Like, Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like Lonzo's not rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine. You don't have to be rookie. Yeah. yeah, Which is fine. But I'm just saying like, that's when the wild shit. Yeah. Like, Hey, we can prove if this dude's like right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When it comes to music and a musician saying I'm the hottest artist. Right. You can't really. And it's like, and and, yeah, exactly. But in like, even in teriyaki's like case, he can say that because he's doing like numbers in some way. So and he could look at numbers and be like, Hey, who's putting up these numbers that I'm doing? You know what I mean? And like, that would be with his, that would be what valid to him because there's no, there's no one measurement that we look at in music to be like, that person's good because we've had many of people sell a bunch of albums and, and you know what I mean? That doesn't really necessarily mean that you're really that good. You know what I'm saying? Right, but I'm the most still- grossing, like Eminem is really good, and he's still like one of the most grossing like album sellers ever. But like, I'm really not gonna say Eminem's the best rapper ever. Like, I'm just not ever gonna do that. Exactly, exactly. Which what I was saying is like, there's music has a preference no matter what. Yeah. Genre. So I mean, he could be putting up numbers, but then you could have somebody that's not into that type of music, so his numbers are irrelevant. Whereas in uh, a spectrum like basketball, if I'm a basketball fan, you're a basketball fan. And we say who's the top five of all time. We both have to say LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Because we both watch basketball. You know what I'm saying? Where LeBron lies, you know, in your top whatever can change. But ultimately, there's like one spectrum that we look through, and that's just the league. Music and food and things that like are based on your preference. Right. Are only you can't really say what's better. Like I could say a BLT is better than a ham sandwich and someone could be like, you're nuts, you know, and you're not going to change me. Exactly. Although BLTs are fire and super underrated, so I get it. But <laughs> oh, thank you, dude. That's the best snack sandwich. Hell yeah. BLTs are severely underrated. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's that's it. Like it's just wild rap insults you, but it's cool. I still fuck with it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, what's also hilarious, man, is the hit "Swinging a Miss" or "Small Talk." You were talking about. I think you wanted to bring up a little bit about um making friends at work or like you know the small talk. Like, nah, we could we could probably save it for the next episode because I feel like this is we ran a little long on this on this bad boy. Oh, uh, that's fine then. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> save that. That's a little teaser. That's what we'll call it. All right, the teaser to next next episode. There you go. Um, but so yeah, I guess we're at the point of the week that we you know it's one of the best spots. But uh, songs of the week, bro. What you got this week? Uh, I was doing my homework, and I know you were laughing at me for making that wild song of the week reference last week. I'm in my bag. <laughs> I'm in my bag with the new shit this week. Okay, I saved myself. Okay. Uh, I'm rocking with from Brooklyn, I think. Uh, a boogie with a hoodie. Oh um, shit! I'm gonna hit him with right moves. Uh, okay, you in some a boogie with a hoodie? Yeah, shouts to him. Uh, the song he talks about, like, you know, someone he can vent to, and you know, um, listen to, and how he's in currently in his bag and you know yeah so shouts to that uh, i'm in my bag right now and i got people i vent to so yeah a boogie with a hoodie right moves there you go um so this was like a really big week for music there's a lot of shit that came out too many too many goddamn albums i still haven't caught up but we had cardi b drop her album drake dropped a new song uh who else dropped an album we had flatbush zombies drop an album you saw that the freestyle that they had on you show you had sent it to me early in the week. That boy uh, Michi Darko is fire. That's the dude who was rapping at the beginning. Um, but they dropped an album. I heard it was good. 
Um, there's a couple R&B people I fuck with. Cali Yukis, uh, St. John dropped the album last week. So many fucking people. So it's kind of hard for me to pick a, a, a song of the week. But I, I, you know, I usually go rap bangers, but I'm going to pick uh, Your Teeth in My Neck by Cali Yukis. Or I think it's Yuchis. Like, I don't know if I'm saying that shit right. But that's just a little banger. It might be, it might be a little, little summer joint out here. So definitely check that out. I bet I will. You know, I'll, you know, I'll probably listen to it a couple months from now. Mm. Nah. You listen to that? You listen to that Cardi B album? Uh, not uh, privacy invaded or invasion, yeah, invasion of, privacy. of privacy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not all the way through yet, but uh, I should listen to it because she worked hard for this and she's from the Bronx. They were, bro. Come up stripper to to rapper, bro. I'm about to come up. That's the kind of come up we try to have over here. Yeah, you know, bro. The Buckethead Boys went from strippers to our own TV show. So. Right, right. So uh, yeah, the album's good. So I, I like it. Yeah, I'll check for it, man. Um, but yeah, I'll check it out, man. Uh, but yeah, another episode down in the books. Like I said, thank you for putting up for me, putting up with me for as long as you have. This is episode thirty-two. Um, right. I am the kid JB. Make sure to follow us on uh, Bucket underscore up underscore Pod on Twitter. Uh, where we get very spicy and we get celebrities going at the neck. Shout out Famous Lowe's 32 for only responding to my negative tweets, even though I've been showing that dude love for years. Um, Why are you sending them negative tweets, though? <laughs> I, I don't send them anything negative. I was just giving him shit that he was making fun of people saying that they can't rep because he claims Duke, right? That's his favorite college team. Mm. And then he was making fun of people uh cl- clown and duke for losing and he was saying that you can only rep unc if you went to unc as college but he didn't go to duke and he didn't go to duke so i was like that's <laughs> All right, yeah that's a good yeah you can't you gotta call him boy out so i was like bro what so that was one and then two he reps the golden state warriors and he you know he made a tweet that said Durham, North Carolina born, Durham, North Carolina way, raised. And I was like, all right, so where's this Golden State shit coming from, you know? Right. But, yeah. I mean, again, like, there was a point where in North Carolina didn't have a basketball team. So, I, I got to if he, like, picked his team. Now. Again, I don't really care about that. But I get why you say that. But, yeah, I was just saying, why are you sending them negative shit? <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't really send the negative shit. I was just like, you know, come on, bro. Like, And that was just me trying to, you know, prove and it's true that like people only respond to negative shit i got right now the beehive beyonce wave or whatever the fuck they call it going at my neck dude there's a tweet that wait I put- hey yo neck or our neck is that shit our conjoined no, thing no nah, it's not my personal all right bro you <laughs> like chill nah, dude check this because uh, i want no smoke with the beehive none literally a video of rihanna walking out and i was just being messy i just put rihanna oh you know better than beyonce right Ooh. And fucking it, this thing is. I had to mute it because it's doing so many numbers. It had like four hundred plus last time I checked. Someone wrote this had nothing to do with Beyonce. Leave her alone or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. I'll be real with you, like, like there's I, I know a lot of Beyonce people in the Beehive that are reasonable people, but there's a lot of people who are not fucking reasonable that are in the Beehive. And you need to stay away from that shit as as much as you can be. It's not worth it. It's just not. Like, just stay away. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm outnumbered. But anyway, man, you're right. We out here. Episode three. Yeah, yeah, obviously, make sure you review shit. You know, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, leave comments on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, let everybody know about let your cousins, your auntie, your baby mama, grandmammy them. 
all everybody, everybody you know, just let them know about the pod. Uh, shout out to everybody who listened last week. Our last episode did like 150 listeners randomly, like it just took off. So, yo, uh, hopefully, we're starting to build more shit. So, thanks for listening again. And yo, we out. Chit, chit, we out. Chit. Later, mama. All bark, no bite. That's what these niggas is. Hold up. Put my whole neck on ice. That's what my jeweler did. Bust down pump, bust down beer. All of my charms. Protect on my left, AP on my right. All of my arms.